Uh, lots to get to this morning as today is Wednesday, March 29th. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Um, if you're one of those people that uh, would like to try some exotic meats, well, <laughs> you uh, can do something that I, I don't know why they did it, uh, but Australians... It, the scientists down in Australia, they have something new you can try. They have uh, apparently resurrected a woolly mammoth. So you can have woolly mammoth meatballs. Australian company Vow, they teamed up with Professor Ernst uh, Wolftang. His name is Wolftang. That's the, probably the coolest last name ever. You have one of the coolest animals and one of the greatest drinks, Wolf Tang. Uh, University of Queensland is where he's at. Created a woolly mammoth muscle protein using the DNA from a mammoth and an elephant. Now, the hybrid protein was made in just a couple of weeks. And uh, however they say... No one knows how the mammoth meatballs taste. But uh, Professor Cool Last Name says, uh, We haven't seen this protein for thousands of years, so we have no idea how our immune system would react when we eat it. Have we gone that far in science that we just said, Hmm, you know what I would like to eat someday? A woolly mammoth. Well, thanks to modern science... We can do that for you. It's getting kind of ridiculous. I don't know why we're spending this much time <laughs> doing that. But I will say, on the other side of that, I am curious how it tastes. Other scientific uh, findings. This is a pretty awesome thing. This, the Chinese uh, scientists uh, say they may have found water on the moon. They had a sample of lunar dirt water, uh, they say, was embedded in tiny glass beads. They range in size from the width of a single hair uh, to several hairs. Research says that they uh, are likely trillions of water beads. Whoa. Potential water source in the future? Mm, maybe. I've always wondered what water on the moon tastes like. Well, now, thanks to modern science, <laughs> you know that's going to happen. There's going to be moon water, and it's going to sell for ridiculous amounts of money. Somebody's going, somebody's out there is going to bottle it. They're going to find it. They're going to create some sort of commercial uh, campaign for it, marketing thing, and we're going to have moon water. Uh, I'm going to have my mammoth meatballs with a side of moon water, please. Now, NASA is paying attention to this whole thing. The plan is to send American astronauts back on the moon by the end of 2025. So they will also try and figure out if there is water on the moon. I'm surprised, though. You know, we send rovers, uh, these robots and these rovers over to Mars and little helicopters and all that. I'd, I'd have to talk with uh, one of my friends that uh, works over at uh, GPL, who does a lot of work for NASA, and see why why we haven't you know we go so far as Mars, but why haven't we just put some of these rovers 
on the moon. It's just it it's fascinating to me. We're going to one planet when we could literally just go around the corner and just go to the moon to do some, you know, studies that are out of this world. So we'll, we'll see what ends up happening, but it is cool to see that we're going back to the moon. I've always been fascinated by that stuff. I love science. I don't know if you do too. The, it was pretty cool just uh, yesterday. Five of the planets were aligned. Did you end up seeing that outside? Well, if you missed it, I don't know if that's, I don't know when that's going to happen again, if ever. But uh, some people did capture some pictures. So if you got any, feel free to send it to us. Um, you can send it, put it on our Facebook page, tag us. Uh, you could email me, let's talk at WSJM.com if you happen to get the aligning of the planets. Some weird holidays today. It's National Piano Day, something that I wish I would have uh, spent a little more time on. I can I can play enough of the piano to, uh, when I'm singing, try and find my notes and things like that. But as far as playing full song, not the greatest. But that is something that I wish and I kind of regret not doing when I was a kid. Um I will say my mom did promise me that she was going to get me a piano and I was going to get piano lessons with the guy that played piano at the church. And, you know, that didn't happen. And I think it was a little bit of I was also busy with a bunch of other stuff, playing sports and things like that. So, Mom, I don't uh, blame you for it. It's okay. But a uh, little fun facts about the piano. It was invented in 1709. Before that, people played the harpsichord which is a pretty cool instrument if you've uh, never heard a harpsichord. It's, I like it. It sounds like uh, you uh, sounds like you, something you would play if you had a powdered wig. Like I feel like the powdered wig is required. Like when you get a harpsichord, the powdered wig comes with it. Um, but that's actually, uh, the, the piano is actually a stringed instrument, uh, unlike a violin. But unlike a violin, uh, piano strings are hit uh, with the tiny hammers. Yeah, you've seen the tiny hammers when you open up a piano. And it was actually called the soft and loud keyboard instrument. But somebody thought a better name, like piano, sounded a little better and a lot shorter. Today is also National Mom and Pop Business Owners Day. So high five to all you mom and pop business owners. Uh, love great uh Family-owned businesses, mom-and-pop businesses. I always like supporting those. You know, there are 28 million small businesses in the U.S., and more than two-thirds of them are owned and operated by just one person. Two-thirds of all the new jobs in America created by small businesses. So whether you have a small business or uh, you have a kind of a side hustle that is also a small business, hey, that's great. Today's also National Vietnam War Veterans Day. If you happen to know anybody that is a Vietnam War veteran, I know actually my neighbor, a couple houses down, uh, Arthur, he uh, he is a Vietnam War veteran. So he's a pretty cool guy. Great to, to chat with him about stuff. Um, but today, yeah, we honor the Vietnam War veterans. So thank you so much for your service. And I know uh, it was the second longest conflict in American history Next to the Afghanistan war, it outlasted four U.S. presidents and dragged on nearly two decades and required more than a half a million military personnel. Other things going on today, it's also um, Manatee Appreciation Day uh, and also the last day 
of MLB spring training. Oh, man. I am excited about baseball. We've got Tigers baseball here all season long. We're your Southwest Michigan home for Tigers baseball. So looking forward to that game. First game tomorrow. Uh, so looking forward to it. Uh, also a big Cubs fan. Uh, good thing is right now, hey, Cubs are in first place. <laughs> so are the Tigers. So we got we got that kind of feeling. We'll just see how the season plays out. But really looking forward to uh, the start of opening day and opening of one of my favorite sports. Got Something to Say podcast where I talk to a lot of uh, local nonprofit organizations doing great things in our community. I always love chatting with them. If you're part of one, maybe you volunteer, maybe you're the executive director, a board member, or you just are really passionate about that organization. Hey, let's uh, let's talk about this. And literally, that's how you would get a hold of me. Let's talk at WSJM.com. You can send me an email or give me a call. 925-WSJM. Got something to say. Brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Matthew Bizzo, and he's over at the Krasl Arts Center. Matthew, how are you? I'm doing great, Johnny. It feels like spring has about ready to sprung. I don't know. We're so close to it now, and I cannot be more excited for all that's coming up in Southwest Michigan um, with these uh, April showers that we have on the horizon. I agree. We are on the cusp of it. It's starting to feel warmer with all of this. And so it's starting to feel good. And that means you guys uh, are uh, shifting into is what you call this your spring hours over at the Krasl. I would call it our non-winter hours. Okay. Uh, I like we, that. <laughs> non-winter hours. So Krasl Art Center is on a fi- uh, open five days a week from December through March. And then the rest of the year, uh, beginning April 1, and this is no joke, we are open seven days a week again. Uh, nice. So we're very excited as April 1st approaches us uh, to, or, or excuse me, beginning April 1st, we're going to be able to be open seven days a week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Wednesday and Thursday, we are open late from 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. That is awesome. And that means you uh, have more chances for people to come and see what's in the galleries, uh, enjoy some events and classes and all kinds of other things uh, at the Krasl seven days a week. That's right. That's awesome. Uh, let's talk a little bit more. As you said, the uh, the April is almost here and we're uh, we're getting to that point of a lot of fun spring things. You have a, a cool event uh, that is coming up, the uh, April uh, family art making. We've got a few different uh, activities for people, right? Yeah, that's right. So uh, one of our community programs is our family days uh, and family nights. So family day- days are the second Saturday of every month at Krasl Art Center, and then family nights are the second Wednesday of every month at the Benton Harbor Public Library. So in April, we have a family day at KAC where we are building and flying a kite on Saturday, April 8th from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And then we're going to be with our friends at the Benton Harbor Public Library for our family night on Wednesday, April 12th from 5 to 6.30 p.m. And that one's going to be all about the art and environmental message of Studio Ghibli as we celebrate Earth Day. 
That's really cool. Uh, love that you guys are doing that. Love these collaborations. Uh, these are good things for the family to enjoy. Is this something we need to sign up for ahead of time? Just because, you know, you're making some things and doing some activities. Of course, you need to make sure you've got enough for everybody. Uh, so do we register? You do sign up for these. It is free to sign up for okay. them, though. But we, again, we got to make sure snacks and art supplies are accounted right. for. So you head over to our website. Uh, there's a couple of spots where you can register. Go to our featured events section, and that'll take you to the link. Or under our education tab, there's family day and family nights. And that'll take you right there where you can sign up for your event. Good stuff. Uh, now, you were telling me a little earlier uh, before we got on here that uh, you booked your first wedding at the Krazzle. We are so excited. Yes, we have a wedding coming to Krasl Art Center. I'm very excited to see uh, the couple walk through our sculpture gardens and uh, just celebrate um, their union. But, um, you know, we are always, Johnny, you and I always talk about how busy we are at Krasl yeah. Art Center. And we want to make sure that if you are thinking about having an event at Krasl, maybe it's a wedding, maybe it's a welcome dinner, maybe it's a reception, maybe it's a, re a retirement party for great Aunt Judy. Uh, we want to make sure that we uh, have a date that works with you best. So head over to our website uh, under the events tab is where you will find the information where you can uh, sign up for your event uh, and get on our rental calendar. But we're very excited to welcome our first wedding and can't wait to see even more this summer i didn't know great aunt judy was retiring this year i know right she, <laughs> she, i don't know that it was supposed that, yeah. to be a surprise matthew <laughs> i'm sorry great uh, aunt Judy. now everybody knows no this is great no and, and that gives you so many uh like you said so many different idea starters but uh, such a wonderful setting and you know i never even thought about Man, it would be so great to have a wedding in the in the sculpture garden, but it it makes sense. So this is a really great thing that you guys are doing. Um, and so, like you said, that will um, make you guys very busy, but also fill up very fast. Uh, so definitely, yes. if you're interested, go and look out uh, and learn more about that. Um, and now, what else you got going on? I know, like you said, this is a busy time of year for you guys at Krazel. So what are some other key things we need to touch on? Well, you definitely want to make sure that you come and check out the shop when you are visiting and one of our seven days a week now. We have artworks from, excuse me, we have artworks from both of the artists on view in the main galleries and in the lab with Nathaniel Stern and Sasha Stiles. We've got prints, we've got books, uh, we've got uh, other objects as well, including new ceramic vessels, uh, new jewelry. There's just always new stuff coming and going. It's hard to keep on top of it, honestly. I don't know how Laura does it, but she always is bringing fresh stuff for you to check out. So as things begin to warm up, or maybe if you find yourself on a rainy day looking for something to do, the shop at Craftsville Art Center is filled with unique items um, that are made by regional artists. Uh, and proceeds there are supporting the artists and our mission to bring free artwork to the community at Craftsville Art Center. So make sure that you're stopping by and checking out something new that you can take home. That's great. I always love that because like another great thing that it is, there's so many different varieties. So maybe for uh, great aunt Judy's uh, retirement party, you could get her a nice, great gift from the shop. Uh, might be a good thing to do. Uh, also uh, a few more things or one last thing, at least uh, the elementary yes. community student art show that's still going on. 
It is. It is. You know, I went to the elementary student art show mm-hmm. uh, just the other week, and it was so uh, wonderful to see the parents come out and support these young budding artists as they begin their first, some of them, their first time exhibiting. Yeah. I got to take photos of the award winners um, as they got their awards and scholarships at them. So you only have a, a few more days to go um, see that exhibition. Um but then don't you worry, we have our middle and high school exhibition opening on Friday, April 7th through Sunday, April 30th. This is going to be a super fun time to actually get out and see the artwork of our slightly older but still young artists. Uh, and save the date for that in-person reception and award ceremony on Thursday, April 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. Wonderful. That's some good stuff and seeing some great uh, budding artists uh, doing some really cool artwork, uh, some way better than I could have ever done. Uh, really, let's be honest, everybody that put anything in these art shows is better than what I can do. Uh, yeah. But this is really cool to see the, uh, the 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 process and see the growth uh, of all these kids and see the really cool stuff that they're doing. And maybe can you purchase any of this this art that's on the, there? Because I know that's one other key aspect of being an artist is learning how to sell your works. Could I go and, and pick out something and buy something if I wanted to? Some of the artworks you certainly can, and our friends at the Box Factory for the Arts will be able to help you out with that more. That's really great. Matthew, of course, uh, there's so many great things. These are just a few of the things that we touched on, um, but if we want to learn more about everything that's going on at Krasl, best place for us to find all of that stuff. Well, you can come and visit us at 707 Lake Boulevard in St. Joseph, or if you are more of a homebody like I am on the weekends, Check us out online through our website at krasl.org. That's K-R-A-S-L.org. Or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Krasl Art Center. Wonderful. And the Krasl opens seven days a week now. So keeping yourself open seven days a week. Busy. Uh, that's great stuff. Uh, Matthew, as always, thank you so much for keeping us up to, uh, to date with everything that's going on at the Krasl Art Center. Thanks for having me. And if you'd like to be part of the show, uh, if you have something to say, maybe you're part of a nonprofit group or organization and you say, hey, we got stuff we need to talk about, uh, whether it's an event coming up, a program you'd like to highlight, feel free to reach out. You can email Let's Talk at WSJM.com. Call me, 925-WSJM. You can also uh, check out the podcast at WSJM.com and through the app. Got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. I thought I'd bring on our news director, Ken Lundberg. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. So uh, I brought you on because I wanted to chat uh, a little bit about something that uh, news that broke overnight. Uh, I don't actually I don't know if it broke overnight, but this is something that is, uh, in my opinion, uh, uh, an opportunity of a lifetime, something we cannot pass up. (laughs) And I need you and the entire news crew. Yeah. To figure this out, uh, for people that are wondering what we're talking about and what is this chance of a lifetime, this is a, a, a realty listing for 93 West Wall Street in Benton Harbor. And, and, and let's be clear, we found this. Well, one of our one of our colleagues found this and sent us a Facebook listing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also uh, did some some research, found the uh, the realty website. Okay. It has uh, pictures as well as um, a little bit of description for you. I'll, I'll just read the description. Okay. The original House of David Hotel, which is the is 
not only the House of David Hotel, but also was it called back in the day the what was it, Mary's City of David? Mary's City of David Hotel. Okay. Well, it's that. Yeah, it's on what is it, Wall Street and Colfax? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you drive by it all the time. It's a. It, I always just call it the concrete fortress because that's what it looks like. It it yeah. looks like it's never going to fall down. Uh, but the chance of a lifetime. Uh, heavily built concrete structure, massive floors and walls, ready for restoration. There's a new roof that was put on several years ago, and the buyer has a first option to buy the large parking lot that's on the north side, right there on Main Street. Uh, but over 40,000 square feet of this uh, beautiful space. I've seen pictures of all this, whether it be from uh, you know pictures that were grabbed a, a few years ago or during putting up this listing, but I've also seen some old photos of the place. Great potential oh, yeah. to be I mean, pretty for, awesome. For me, I mean, I look at this and this is an architectural masterpiece just sitting right there right mm-hmm. before the taking. <laughs> if, if you're ready to do a little bit of renovation, a little bit of DIY work. But I mean, if you think about it, Benton Harbor is going through a transformation and there are a lot of people, a lot of good people doing a lot of good work in that area. And you, you see new restaurants, you mm-hmm. see new businesses, you see new apartments going in. This is right in the center of that. And it's a cool building. You could have retail space, you could have living space. $550,000 gets you the skeleton. Yeah, it's massive. <laughs> it, I mean, the skeleton. And, and, yeah, it, it is. And it, yeah, it is a skeleton because it has been closed for a number of years and over time obviously any building that sits dormant for a while it's going to have its issues so there's obviously a lot of a lot of work that needs to be put into it uh listing from what i'm seeing gonna cost us uh five hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah uh so i will i will pay one one hundredth which I believe, what, that's uh, 550 well, bucks? Well, yeah, I think that's a thousandth, but... Oh, yeah, thousandths, yeah, yeah. I'm not a math person, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, so are you saying we're in on this? I would go in on it. I mean, I do need some more research, and that's why I said we okay. need to get our crack news team on it. Uh, yes. And I know uh, a good, good friend of ours, uh, Chris Siriano, who is a, a very big into uh, a lot of history and does, has done a lot of work uh, restoring a lot of House of David uh, buildings and, and homes and, and a huge uh, history buff on this. So he would be, I believe he's the one of the people that is involved in this. So we get a, a chance to maybe chat with him and learn a little bit more. But, you know, this this has the wheels turning and this has, you know, dreaming about what could be, because like you said, yeah. There's a lot of revitalization, a lot of things happening. We know the State Theater, also one yeah. of those things and projects Beautiful. right around the corner. Yes. Also being worked on. So I I agree with you. There's a lot of potential here. Yeah. I just, uh, we need investors. <laughs> we need some investors. We have the ideas. We just need the money. No, I, I, I think you're right, Johnny. I think if we, uh, we'll do a little bit of digging. I commit to that now. We'll, we'll get our news team. We'll talk about it in our daily stand-up meeting and, uh, and see what we can find out with Chris and team about yeah. Mary's City of David Hotel. Or if somebody just has $550,000 and wants to well, uh, reach out to us. <laughs> yeah. We can yeah, make but that you're right. I, I, I just did a quick Google search while we're here. Mm-hmm. Mary's City of David Hotel. 
Um, I'll read from from what I found here. The steel-framed former hotel is built of glistening gray rock-faced concrete blocks, which were manufactured by the House of David Colony. Yeah. I mean, so they, they, they made it, they built it, it still stands today, and it's looking for a new owner. Yeah, and if you look at the, the like you said, you look at that structure, that's why I call it the, the, the concrete for, uh, fortress, because... It's it was built when? What do we know what year that was uh Oh goodness. Nineteen twenty one. Yeah. So over a hundred years old. Well, it had a remodeling in nineteen thirty one, Johnny. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's oh it has had some work done. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some research. And that's the thing is, you know, you look at any any large uh commercial listing, I mean I've never I've I've bought a house, so I don't know what what are the questions you would ask. When it comes to this large space, of course, you've foundation. got the history, foundation, foundation and roof, <laughs> well, foundation and roof, <laughs> a new roof uh, was installed at some point uh, several years ago. Yeah, they say. And then and then neighbors and the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is that's I mean, a very important thing. You do have Houndstooth as a restaurant nearby. That's dangerous. You've got uh, the State Theater, Walking mm-hmm. Distance Entertainment. Yeah, I, I like it. Good, it could be a good investment. Absolutely. So uh, we'll we'll get some, like we said, we'll get some more uh, research, get some more digging, more to come for this uh, from our, our wonderful news team here at WSJM. But Ken, thank you so much. I really look forward to uh, hearing more about this. Same here, Johnny. Thank you. Spring sports are here. Are almost here. They've already kind of started up. I was, I was actually just uh, driving by school the other day and saw soccer practice and things like that going on. So it's it's the exciting time of year. Pretty soon uh, I'll be hearing baseballs being hit, softballs. It's uh, my, my favorite time, checking out high school sports, and hopefully the weather starts getting nicer so that they can actually have these games. Because I've played baseball out in the cold before. One of the first games of the season usually is pretty cold. And I played outside and... We actually had to warm up the bats because they're, you know, they're aluminum bats. And if they get too cold, well, they can crack pretty easily. So we used to have heaters that would keep the, uh, keep the bats warmer. Pretty, uh, pretty innovative in my opinion. But, it, man, it hurt when you hit the ball when it was really cold outside. So hopefully it warms up for all the, uh, the baseball players and, and track as well. You don't like being one of those people that has to sit out and, be out in the cold and then try to run a mile or even 100 meters. Here's some uh, things that are trending that people are talking about. Uh, beer has been around for thousands of years. We know that. But there's one group of people who have perfected beer brewing for generations, and that has been Trappist monks. Uh, they brew exceptionally good beer inside their monasteries. Now, Why am I telling you about this? Because, well, we know there are 13 breweries that can officially claim to make Trappist-style beer. But there's a problem. Fewer and fewer people are getting into the the religious lifestyle of the monks, uh, which includes disavowing uh, worldly possessions and committing to a life of poverty in a monastery. Could you do that? Would you sacrifice that just so you could make good beer? Well, because of this whole uh, problem and people not making that commitment, uh, 
there's a real chance this unique beer will disappear. <gasps> no! Industry experts say that it won't happen overnight, but things are trending in the wrong direction with less of the stuff being brewed each year instead of more, which is not good. Also, there are plenty of non-Trappist breweries out there that are producing beer in the same style, but the quote-unquote authentic version is uh, becoming more and more scarce. I guess authentic version would be like made by the monks in this style because it's like same thing with you can't have uh, a sparkling wine and call it champagne unless it's made over champagne and then also um, tequila, you know, if it's not made in that way. Anyways. So there you go. If you want to become a, if that's a job opportunity for you, you want to become a monk and brew good beer, go for it. Because side hustles are a good thing to do. I don't know if you can be a, could you be like a weekend monk? I'm not, I don't know if that's a thing. I, I would do it just so I could brew beer. Uh, but if you're looking for a side gig, according to CNBC, 62% of Americans say they're living paycheck to paycheck. And a lot of people have a side hustle to help pay the bills. Now, 44% of Americans do have a side gig, up to 13% jump compared with 2020. Now, according to the survey by LendingTree and data from FlexJobs, they found that 69% of people, uh, of employed professionals, either have a side gig or they want one. So, do you have a side gig? I'd love to know. 925WHJM. How do you balance that with regular work and then having the side gig? Do you just have a part-time weekend thing? Are you a weekend monk? Let me know. And, you know, with with living paycheck to paycheck, you try to cut costs as much as possible, maybe even to the extent where you're hiding pets from your landlord. Because there's usually an added cost. Usually it's like a pet fee, and you have to add that to your, your rent. That can get expensive over time. And if you could... You know, hide the pet. Maybe you could save yourself some money. A lot of people doing this, apparently. A survey found that 10% of people in a survey um, said that uh, even though it isn't allowed in the rental agreement, they are hiding a pet from their landlord. The top pet tenants secretly own dogs, cats, and rabbits. So is this how uh, things go with you and your landlord? I heard animals in there, Ventura. I heard them again this morning, scratching around. I never bring my work home with me, sir. Oh, yeah? What's all this pet food for? Fiber. Want to take a look inside? Come on. Come on! Go ahead. Snoop around. So there you go. Is, is that you? Is that Does that happen to you when you uh, talk with your landlord? If so, feel free to give me a call. You can remain anonymous. 925-WSJM or email let's talk at WSJM.com. It's time now for your Moody on the Market update where I tell you about some of those great stories from our team. And it's brought to you by our friends at Insurance Management Service. Call IMS Today, your local auto owner's agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles. And this one comes from Moody on the Market contributor Jocelyn Tuzinski. As Easter is just around the corner, Spring Creek 
Equestrian Center in Three Oaks wants you to hop on over to Party Road for their annual Easter egg hunt with horses. On Saturday, April 1st, owner and horse trainer Allison Gross, she says uh, she will be open. Uh, she's going to open the gates to the community for this fun, interactive, and free event. Adults and children have participated in the search for eggs in the barn on the grounds for the past five years, and the SCEC uh, is glad to offer this spring activity once more. Allison loves horses and kids, and she knows the positive impact that horses can have on children as well as adults. That's what Sally Bogert from the Spring Creek Equestrian Center says. This free event is one way that she can give back to her community, provide a fun family event, and share her love of horses with others. Now, the public's invited to arrive uh, at 16771 Party Road at 2.30 with baskets in hand. Please, no plastic bags. But you won't want to uh, wear your best clothes, either dress for the barn. You can take some photos with the Easter Bunny and have some s'mores. Uh, or and some more the pony, that is. Uh, and delight in petting the other horses that are on site as well. Now, since 2012, Spring Creek Equestrian Center has offered an outdoor arena, heated indoor arena, and wooded riding trails in Three Oaks, giving riders a choice of venue uh, in which to practice. Now, Allison and her staff encourage beginners and challenge advanced equestrians to improve their horsemanship skills in a nurturing environment. Now, SCEC uh, has also established the Spring Creek Horse Horses Help Foundation, which provides scholarships to local youth and individuals in order to participate in equine-assisted uh, learning that uh, through homeschool classes, one-on-one -on -one learning, and group sessions as well. Now, they have partnered with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Southwest Michigan and River of Life Christian School to bring education to our community. Now, the Easter egg hunt that's happening on April 1st, that is this coming Saturday, uh, is free to the public, uh, and your, um, your RSVP is requested. You can email Allison. You can call as well. Get more information by checking out that full story written by Moody on the Market contributor Jocelyn Tuzinski at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. And when you're on the go and you want to know, check it out on the Moody on the Market app. Coming up here in just a few minutes, we'll catch you up with news, sports, and a whole lot more. But that's your uh, Moody on the Market update. It's brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.